Welcome back to the Whatnots React Record number 97. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, Hello. how are you? I'm doing fine. It's very wet today. Very Ooh. atmospheric, moody. Like foggy, like that kind of like weather, spooky, oh. misty out. Last week was Fog City. Oh, wow. Couldn't couldn't see the buildings on the skyline. <laughs> Very eerie. Always Perfect ominous. weather for a murder mystery. <laughs> Indeed, which is what we have to talk about this week. Uh, we'll get to that in just a, a sec, because we will be talking about Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Um, mm. we're, we're also going to be doing something a little different than we normally do. We normally yeah. do like fuller, bigger spoiler casts. I think this is going to be more our like 30 minute size. So there will be mm. some spoiler furry stuff, uh, but I'm sure we will talk, talk, talk about a few spoilers uh, at the end here, but in a much shorter time period. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah. My week has been good so far, too. Um, d things are kind of winding down. I think for me, the unfortunate thing is I, I realize that I, ha I, I also have to work next week for most of the uh -huh. week. I just kind of assumed I had the whole week off. I don't. <laughs> Why? So that sucks. I just didn't look at the calendar like enough to be like okay the dates that i'm actually off are these ones i, I just assumed it was like oh the last two weeks of december no. but nope i failed my my <laughs> my powers of deduction have failed me but anyways uh yeah i'm i'm excited to be here tonight because uh immediately after we are recording this we are recording the final episode of the captain's log for 2022 uh and then mm -hmm. coming up real soon here we have our end of the year retrospective uh which you guys will get here on this podcast feed as well uh but won't be a regularly numbered episode it'll just be an extra thing out mm -hmm. to all of our podcast feeds lots of good fun with that uh so be on the lookout for all of that i, I guess that's the, like the quick housekeeping stuff that i needed yeah. to do at at the start here um but yeah look out for our other podcasts and look out for murderers as always <laughs> yes our always advice to look you out for murderers <laughs> lifelong <laughs> advice um glass onion melissa we have been waiting for this movie uh for a few years now it's hey hey hames i was super excited i think after this there's also one more that netflix is yes. doing i think they signed on for two sequels to the knives mm. out so we have the first one now we went to go see this in theaters it had that special like one weekend yeah. only in theaters go check it out uh, it was thanksgiving weekend um and uh, it will be on Netflix, I believe, December 23rd. So real soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why we're recording now. We thought we yes. would pick the time in between the theatrical run and the Netflix release. Exactly. And it's exactly. also why this is going to be kind of a shorter, looser reaction episode, because, yeah, we saw this movie uh, like three weeks ago now. So our memories might be a little fuzzy. Indeed. Um. But so what let me ask you this, what 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 were you expecting uh, from this mm -hmm. movie leading up to it? 
I knew we were going to have Benoit Blanc return and none of the other characters. I knew that this was going to be a series of standalone mysteries. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see Ana de Armas or de, in, any of that wacky family again. No Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere new. I'd seen the trailer. Uh, we did a, a trailer reaction to Glunyan quite some time ago when that Glunyan. came out. I knew Gosh. some of the cast members who were going to be in it. I still call it Glunyan. <laughs> I, did, I did it once as a joke and it stuck like that in my head now. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, so I'd, I'd seen the trailer. I knew who was in it. Exciting cast. Yep. It was this neat, like, kind of a, not exactly a locked room mystery, but a much smaller cast on a smaller location than uh, Knives Out, which takes place primarily in that mansion, but also in parts of the town surrounding it this is smaller cast smaller location and i think that is a good benefit to this movie i liked that we got to know these characters better Mm -hmm. than we did any of the supporting family members in knives out you you spend more time with them you get to know them better and they're a little bit more nuanced as much as they are caricatures they also get really specific moments to themselves and things that make them like a little bit more complex and a little bit more gray sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I I think leading up to this, I was super excited. I am a big like crime show fan. So murder mysteries have always been a favorite of mine. Um, And as I don't like I, I feel like we need more of this just like murder mystery mm-hmm. movie. Um, I know yeah. we have the recent uh, Hercule Poro ones, the mm-hmm. murder on the Orient Express and death mm-hmm. on the Nile. The first one, I think, was a lot better of those two. The second one, not as much. But I was super excited that we're just getting more knives out. I think that was so cool. To be like, yeah, you know yeah. what? Let's just do more mysteries. Why not? Yeah. This is the perfect thing to franchise. People love stuff like this. Like like your Poirot or your Sherlock Holmes or your Columbo or anything. Just right. like give me a detective, a rotating series of cases. This is the perfect thing to do a bunch of sequels to. It's it's conducive to that, but also not this big like what we get from the MCU where everything yeah. is connected. And if you missed yeah. the first Mayovis, then, well, all right, too bad. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think Benoit Blanc is going to have an architect to all his pain. Right, I don't think yeah. anything's going to tie all of these I, together. I hope we don't. Um, but I I do like that you can just go into this without having seen knives out you don't need to know anything about it um or be caught up on the lore you can just go in and be like oh this is a fun mystery it's good fun yeah which is exactly <laughs> the lore what it is, was. this man is from the south <laughs> right yeah um but, <laughs> end of facts you need to know <laughs> but yeah like i i really enjoyed my time with this movie a lot uh, like I said, it came out um, Thanksgiving weekend, so I went uh, with my partner and my parents who were in town. Oh, yeah! Um, and we, the day before, we watched Knives Out uh, to get mm. caught up and just in the mode. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. I think this one was funnier. I, I, I Maybe, yeah. I feel like this one just had 
I mean, it's Ryan Johnson and he knows how to do these like really tightly paced mystery crime things. Uh, If you guys have not seen Barrick by by him, go watch that because that one is fantastic, too. But he makes these really tightly paced movies. And I think even between Knives Out and this one, like you could see improvement on on, yeah. on stuff which i was like that's neat that like it it feels like he has more of a <laughs> handle on how to craft mm. this mystery and how to make it fun and interesting and how to subvert your expectations uh, and stuff like that so it was good i had a blast yeah i think this is a bit more complex than knives out is knives out yes. has that wonderful the, the twist happens so early in the movie. I don't even think it's a twist. I think it's just the premise that instead of following the detective solving a case, you're mostly following somebody who killed somebody through pure accident. And the person she killed is telling her, this is how you get away. I don't want any guilt on you. I know you're innocent. I know this was a mistake. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Here's how you sneak out. Here's everything you have to do to appear innocent, because I know emotionally in your soul you are innocent. Yeah, that's such a fun premise for that movie. And but again, it's it's introduced so early that it becomes the premise. Like it doesn't become like a twist you get to later on. Yeah, this movie's got the twist to the it. Yeah. 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 But like, that's the thing, even with the twist, like there, there, there are multiple twists in glass onion, but they also do a good job of setting things up. And if you do yeah. pay attention, like you can easily start to make theories and stuff like that, which I'm sure we'll get into in a sec here. Um, Because I there there was one thing that happened in one scene in particular that I was like, that's something like I know whatever this is, this is something. And I was so close. I got it wrong, but I was so close. Uh, But like, that's part of the fun of this is like trying to solve it and figure it out yourself. Uh, And yeah, it, it, it was a blast. Highly recommend it. Uh, when this comes out on Netflix, go check it out. Yeah, this was so fun to see in theaters. I'm sorry we're promoting an experience you can no longer have. Uh, a riot in theaters, one of the biggest theater crowds I've seen. Cool. Like everybody realized what a special limited opportunity this was. They went to the theater. I I really hope that this is a positive sign that when the third one is ready, maybe yeah. it stays in theaters a little longer. Hopefully. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, but that being said, I think we are going to go ahead and jump into spoiler territory yeah. here. Um, so if if you don't want to get spoiled on it, uh, you can go ahead and tune out now. Or if you are watching this in the year 2023 and you've already seen it on Netflix and you want to know our reactions to a little bit more and some stuff like that. Uh, continue on but i will hit our spoiler button right now bam there we go okay spoilers melissa so we we Mm. have a murder mystery here that is essentially a group of friends get invited to this private island by this very elon musk type Mm -hmm. character uh and 
he he likes to do all these little mysteries and stuff with these like puzzle boxes and stuff that he hands them um because they all had had met at a bar like back in their college years or, or like just out of college mm, uh mm. and and they they had a t- a tight bond there uh and then of course things go very very wrong from that point on um and man i i did not see some of the twists coming the fact that there is a twin in this that you don't know until down the road i think is so cool um yeah like that that was neat um the 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 whole cast was just uh, the the craziest cast of characters they're so fun to watch and they're so fun in like in their own right individually but then Mm. to see them interacting with one another is just like this is like i i'm I'm just stunned at like this is so much fun i love this (laughs) so yeah i I liked our cast of characters. I like that they were on a spectrum of being like uh, very caricatured, very foolish to like uh, to Leslie Odom Jr. was like more straightforward. You were you understood him better. Like he was a better person than a lot of the other characters. But I like that even as uh harsh as some of these characters are like Dave Batista's character not a very nice man but later in the movie when you find that the, a mutual friend of all these people that they hadn't heard from her they were really worried about her like all of them went to sincerely go check on her yeah. like as cartoonish and buffoonish as these characters appear they do get to have moments of care for people yeah. in their lives and I, I really appreciated that that they got to be have some level of depth like that and even there's this joke at the beginning of the movie where dave batista's this like <laughs> uh d- d- twitch streamer or not even on twitch he got tw- kicked off of twitch for selling like rhino yeah. horn boner pills or something <laughs> like that like he's this very um uh, the, the guy who was on news radio does the podcast. I he's, 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 he's like a type of right wing men's activist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Men's rights. Yeah. I don't know if all that's Joe Rogan. I don't know him well. I'm sorry if I'm putting attributes on him that aren't him, <laughs> but you he's like in his studio filming something and then his mom starts yelling at him and you learn <laughs> that he lives with his mom. And normally like in any other time frame, that is a, an act of judgment, an act of negative judgment upon that character. But since this movie is set during the pandemic, that was a time when a lot of people lived with their parents, you know, either for, you know, maybe they had a job that fell through because of the pandemic or because their parents needed some sort of care and companionship. Like I'm moving in with mom because mom doesn't see anybody. Mom needs a hand. Mom needs somebody to run errands for to go to the grocery store for her. So to take something that is a joke in any other context and put it in this context, it it might say something positive about that character. I thought that was a really interesting choice. That's an interesting thing to point out because we we don't get an actual answer of why he's living there. Not that it's important, but it's, it's like he could actually just be this guy that lives in his mom's basement right or he he could just be like you know what let me take care of my mom yeah Um, but yeah we just don't know um but 
Yeah, like I, man, I... I tried so hard to like figure out this mystery and look for for <laughs> the c- clues. I love that they get invited there for like a murder mystery dinner party. Um and immediately Benoit Blanc solves yes. it. And, and it's, it's, it's just <laughs> so like funny. Oh, I'm sorry, was I not supposed to solve that? <laughs> Uh, this is not a speed competition this isn't right, a race right right and like, he's so proud of himself for solving it <sighs> so quickly but everyone else is just like what the hell dude like we were supposed to do this all weekend <laughs> like you, so- <laughs> so- you solved it when we first sat down <laughs> um, and yeah so, like stuff like that is just is is g- g- great comedy I liked it a lot, but man, I I had one moment in there that I was like, I bet you that is something. I bet you that's that has to do with it. And I, like I said, I was close. So in the scene where uh uh God, what's that? Ed Ed Norton's character switches um. the drinks yes. with uh Dave Batista's yes. character. Uh you, you you can see them actually switch it in in that scene. It's not something that's like uh, it, it happened off screen. We don't they mm. actually mm. do that. And while I did see that, I didn't think anything of it at the time and I I cuz I was so focused on something else that happened in that scene. Catherine Hans character mm. just like a minute or two before it like she says something to the group and then starts to uh like t- t- turn back towards the couches and walk that way and she runs into Dave Batista and it mm. looks like she slips something in his pocket or something like oh. it, 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 it like it's just like yeah. they, they brush shoulders mm. and at that I was just like that's it something happens with that and mm. then of course dave batista's character dies and and i was like that's it he's allergic to pineapple or what have you like <laughs> she i bet you she like put some pineapple juice in his drink mm. and that was it so somehow it's Catherine han she's the culprit here it's her fault um and, and there, there is a larger murder mystery that they are trying to solve, not just Dave Batista's. But um, mm. yeah, I, I was like, maybe he's on to something and she figured it out that he was on to something. And so she poisoned him to get rid of him and all of this stuff. And I was just like, if I had just waited like 30 seconds to <laughs> see them switch the cups was just like, ah, oh, man, I was so close. It was right there. <laughs> that was a really cool sequence. I do like was, how frenetic and chaotic it is. And you don't realize until later that a lot of that chaos was orchestrated on purpose to distract you. Yeah. I like the twist with the pineapple because it's called out earlier in the movie, but I completely yes. misread it when he says he doesn't do pineapple. He doesn't eat anything with pineapple in it. I do you know the, the trick that if you eat if you eat a lot of pineapple, your semen tastes better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was like part of his like his, men's rights activist thing. His thing where he's like, I don't, like I, I don't need to eat right. pineapple. I'm good. I got my rhino pills. Or like 
Right. Or like, I don't care about my girlfriend's experience giving me a blowjob. I don't care what my sure, semen that, tastes like. She, that too. Yeah. She, it shouldn't matter to her. She should, she should do it anyway if I ask. Like, that's kind of what I thought it was. Just sort of a, a carelessness to his partner to not eat pineapple not that that's a requirement i don't know if that makes that big of a difference i don't know if there's other things that will make that difference but when he says he doesn't do pineapple that's the first thing i thought of so it did not plant in my head as that's a clue i thought that was another joke yeah the, the movie does a very very good job of introducing you to things early on mm. that, and like it's it's the it's the chekhov's gun stuff right it, yeah it, it has multiple Chekhov it has Chekhov's arsenal right because uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you have you have the 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 pineapple yes. right you have the 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 painting and the security system mm. um you have uh I think he, he even the puzzle box it's <laughs> it's yeah. and the fact that uh the the twin just smashes it and Oh. breaks it open that way instead yeah. of, of of like figuring it out which i love that dave batista's mom knew all the answers to everything like immediately <laughs> was just like try this instead and he's like mom geez i'm like Ugh. and then she mm. just happens to be right <laughs> mm. <laughs> um poor but, mom yeah like they 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 do that really really well with introducing you to all these like this could be a clue this could be important yeah. this could be a red herring who knows yeah um, and and then they add in their own twist of comedy that there is just this extra guy on the island who's like yes. not even <laughs> affiliated with, with them he's just there he's no. just like hi i'm dave what's up guys yeah he's, <laughs> they're like who's dave we don't know dave and he's like I, nah, he's going him. through some stuff like he's he's doing his own thing he won't bother us I'm very happy that the movie, like, I like the three beat structure of Dave, whatever his name was. I like that somebody made sure to get him out of the mansion before it blew up. I like that he he was 100 percent a joke. He's nothing to do with the plot. That's a great touch. Oh, my God. Yeah, they they do so much of that stuff. It's good. I will say one thing that I thought might have been more significant than it turned out to be. I was wondering if Peg was going to play a slightly larger role because she's kind Mm. of an outlier here. She was Birdie's uh, assistant and she wasn't explicitly invited either. I mean, you can imagine that that Edward Norton's character imagines, okay, if I invite Birdie, she's got that assistant who follows her around everywhere. Of course, Peg would be here, but she's not exactly in the club the same way everybody else is but i thought her status is like motive in a weird way like yeah. she has like a, a tangential motive that mm. if, if yeah peg is exposed by some of the stuff that she has said she will also be exposed even mm. though she didn't really have anything to do with it she's yeah. helping to cover it up right and so she's just yeah. like i don't want to do this Right. And she's like Birdie's assistant, not because she likes or admires Birdie. Maybe she did at the very beginning, but she's like, I got to stop this lady from screwing up. I got to do whatever I can. Like my career is damage control. And if the damage gets too far out of hand, this is all I've ever done. What is my career going to be next? Yeah, I I thought her role is like kind of inside and outside of the group might have given her some sort of significance in the plot but no she's she's just around for the ride good stuff yeah 
So, it, so yeah, it, I, I guess at the end of the day, it was, it, so it, it was Elon's, not e, e, Elon's character. I don't remember it his name Edward either. It was Edward Norton's character, yeah. right, that killed the, the, the original tw- twin. Am I correct on that? Do we remember? I it's think so. Yes. Weeks. Uh, yeah. And so she dies there because she figured out his like she found the original napkin that had all the stuff that could prove that she owned mm. all of the stuff. Uh, and yeah, so then that's when the twin steps in, hires Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc is like, let's just fuck with them. Like, let's have yeah. you play your sister. Like, let's 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 have you act like her come on this thing and everyone will be so weirded out and surprised that you're here. Uh, and then there's a moment in there where she gets shot or appears to get shot and they fake her to d- d- death there. Another twist on a twist, right? There's so many layers. It's like an onion. Um, mm-hmm. But at, man, I, so that is like that's their whole plan is like by having her there she can kind of expose whoever it is because they were planning on her not being yeah um so (sighs) great stuff i loved the mystery a lot Mm -hmm. i i I think the cinematography in this one is really really cool when the lights go out uh you get some great scenes there of these people running around the mansion and hiding from one another Mm -hmm. uh you get some great action scenes at the end mm-hmm. there when everything is blowing up and exploding uh just uh, how, how much fun it must have been to just smash all of the, 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 that stuff on, <laughs> on set. so it good. was fun so good this yeah this looked like it was a fun movie to make i really like the cast i the set is gorgeous just like the, the beach and the island and like i don't know how much of anything was like found pre-existing or if all of this was constructed from scratch this entire compound it's gorgeous this is such a nice movie to to like live in and visit even as like obnoxiously ostentatious as it is like some of the architecture is sincerely cool it's a cool movie to live in for two hours definitely let me ask you this. Uh, well, f- first, do you have any other <laughs> thoughts you want to say on this one? Uh, I was very touched by getting to see Benoit Blanc at home very briefly. And he's right. like playing among us with what an assembly of characters like yes. uh, Natasha Leone, famous mystery writer Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the late <laughs> Stephen Sondheim famous and player, Angela yeah. Lansbury. Yeah. How'd they get both of them Amazing. after they both died in like the last year and a half? That's so prophetic. That's really astounding. Incredible. Yeah, I, I, I got I sincerely got very teary eyed to see Angela Lansbury in this. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now that you've mentioned that, let me ask you one final question. What do you want in in Knives Out 3? Like what, what <sighs> do you have like I like like cast members you want or a setting you want or anything like that? Just re- requests or I want to learn a little bit more about Benoit Blanc every movie. I don't know if I need his origin story, but like we right. got like we got this peek into his home life. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Hugh Grant is there as his 
uh, partner, butler. I I don't just live in companion during the pandemic. Like that, yeah. A friend who needed a place to cl- crash. Like it's not exactly clear, but I want to see the two of them together. I I want more. Uh, Hugh Grant as Philip might be his name. Oh. Uh, like, like I, I want know. him in the next movie. I want okay. to learn exactly what that relationship is. Okay. Interesting. I, I saw a number of people putting some actors out there. But oh, that's that's an inter- interesting one there. My idea, however, would be to set it in an old folks home. This is a, 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 an interesting one to, to me because, yes, you could have this like the the the, the pettiness that g- 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 goes on in between all of these older actors that I think would yeah. have a blast on on the there. Like imagine Mark Hamill in in in, in this <laughs> in the on. old folks home. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't that on. be incredible? Something like that. I was picturing like Dick Van Dyke. I was picturing like truly who are the people who we might be capturing in their final film? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if no, this movie yeah. was so prophetic to get two people who died in like the year and a half since the movie was filmed. I mean, like people could, can, who needs can a final curtain all call sorts of ages, but then you can also yeah. have like the staff that works there. Like the, okay. The, the okay. Younger st- Mark Hamill st- could be a staff, staff member. I'm like, he's not well, that old. He, he, he's always, he, he's an actor. He's an actor. He can play people. Right. That, that's, Please, that's the old, thing. I want genuine olds and people made yes. up to be olds. I want like Tilda Swinton and Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> I want you to not know who's and maybe that's part of the twist. One of these people isn't Ch- really an old. <laughs> Tilda Swinton playing two roles. It's just her character from Suspiria <laughs> pulled, pulled over. No, but like, I mean, you, you, you could have the, the older actors that are, are like in the old folks home, right? You have the staff that works there and then you have the like younger family members that may come yeah, to visit. Yeah. But just like imagine the pettiness that could go on between the 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 people that live there in the old old folks home. I think that'd be really fun. To be honest, but I doubt it's going to be all of that stuff. That's just one like idea of like what weird setting could they see? Like we've done like a family's mansion. We've done mm. like a, a billionaire's like private island. Like what if we mm. just do it in some innocuous spot like an old folks home? <laughs> yeah, I do like the idea of after we've set it in residences, set it in like a business or like something. A, a Put him in space, like a yeah. diehard situation. <laughs> Not a diehard situation in that it's action, but like he's trapped in like an office tower. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something something like that indeed. Um but yeah, good good fun. I enjoyed Glass Onion. It was a blast. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's about all I have to say on it right now. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy it. Please go check it out on Netflix if you have not already. That being said, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter, co-host and Hive. Uh, and if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter, co-host and 
Hive. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, and if you are watching the YouTube version of this, go check out one of our other uh, videos over there. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all of that. This has been episode 96, 97. I don't remember. Uh, it's getting there, but we will see you all <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye.